0: Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 10, Episodes 37 and 38, Jesus, etc. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi YouTube summary? Would love to.
1: Okay. Fitz is out of juvie and tries to tell Eli and Claire that he's reformed and found God claire may forgive easily but will eli sav needs a drummer for his college audition track but the best candidate will cause him family problems (laughs) casey tries to be supportive of jenna but his laid-back attitude isn't meshing with her anxiety level
0: yeah sure that's all whatever all tracks it did just
1: remind me about what we watched though (laughs) yep it it helped i watched it this morning and have
0: already forgotten most of it (laughs) Um, but the episode is called Jesus, Etc., which is a 2002 Wilco song that I don't know if I've ever heard, but if I probably have, but I can't remember.
1: Yeah, I'm not super familiar with it, um, but I do like Wilco.
0: Yeah. Um, and as far as the episode goes, it definitely ties into the Fitz storyline. Yep. <laughs> Who has apparently found Jesus and is really amped about it.
1: I like... I feel like I've seen, like, the scene of him in the house before, but I might it just might be, like, something else I've seen before. I don't know. It seemed really familiar. Definitely have never seen
0: this. I had no idea Fitz came back. <laughs> I was kind of surprised by that. Nothing else about this was familiar. It might just be that, like, this is, like, a trope. A trope of, like... Someone's like visiting and the boyfriend's coming and then he catches it but it's misunderst it's like misconstrued and da 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 and like maybe creepy and rain and it's probably like a lot of different things I think, in one. I
1: think that's what it is, and like stalker vibes.
0: <laughs> um all right, well let's just dive into it. Um the episode starts with Claire driving or learning how to drive in the
1: hearse. Which, why is Eli given the task of teaching Claire how to drive? Why is this
0: happening? She's probably asked him to. Like, it's probably like, oh, it'd be really cute if you taught me how to drive. And he's like, oh, I wanted to, do how to drive. You're my muse. That
1: sounds stressful. Yeah. I don't like, know. Like, my parents taught me how to drive, and I also had a driving instructor, and all of that was stressful. Although, yeah. my driving instructor, I don't know what the laws are like in California, but in New Jersey, like, you have to do a certain number of hours with a yeah. driving instructor. Yeah um but my driving instructor was super cool and she was a smoker also so she let me smoke in the car while driving she was like (laughs) she was like well if you're gonna smoke while you're driving you should learn oh my
0: god (laughs) and I was like you know I'm
1: going to (laughs)
0: Um, literally what jeeps are for I had like a different driving instructor every lesson that I had um like in the official capacity and then my parents tried to like taught me and we're very frustrated. Yep, my not too. the best driver. I'm I'm not great either. I'm a patient person so I'm not great at driving because I don't take my time with it. I just
1: haven't driven a car in like over a year.
0: Yeah, I mean, when I drive now, I think I'm way more careful than I ever was when I actually drove because it's like relearning every time. Yep. But when I did drive, I would, I would just like speed and be like, whatever, we're just going. I just want to get to where I'm going. Um. Anyway, but he's like, what would I do without my muse? And he's talking about Morty, like eh, he's sensitive. Whatever. Blah blah blah.
1: So there's also apparently a Gothic Tales contest. That, oh yeah. That Eli is <laughs> submitting to, which is hilarious. Also, Goth Tales just makes me think of like goth veggie tales.
0: <laughs> Gothic tales. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um it's, all right. Yeah, and it's and then good. they like get out of the car and they like run into fits and it's like, what? He's back or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. And, then, and he's like, I just want to tuck. And, and they're the player like, drives away. As fuck. Yeah.
1: So fast.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was not expecting that. I was expecting her to like run into something, but I was not expecting her to like run into Fitz. <laughs> yeah, no. I was fully expecting her to like hit the car in
1: front of them like immediately or something. Yeah, some sort of easy joke, but they did not do that.
0: Instead, they Fitz went for appeared. The jump scare of Fitz, <laughs> apparently. Um, but then after the theme song, we learned that Allie's on like library lockdown, and staff has to like take her to the library, and I don't know, I, I don't know, and, and she's still like everything is everybody else's fault like i have to go to the library because of this and this and this and yeah, it's she, like Allie, take some
1: responsibility she continues to take no responsibility for anything she's ever done um also sav is for the most part a good brother but also very clearly sick of her shit yeah because she's like covering him in praise and he's
0: like i'm gonna be late for
1: school so well no
0: she's like first she's like f- like she's like going on a rant about drew and he's like, maybe it's time to forget about Drew and move on. Also, I'm going to be late. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's in full rant mode. Um, but also, she's like, you're the only
1: one who supports me because everyone else is the worst. Here's why. Yeah, basically. It's a, t- it's a time.
0: Um, and then we're at school and we find out, like, Fitz got out of juvie early and we don't know why. And I don't know, like, Claire and Eli are talking about Fitz and they're like, eh, why is he back? It's a, it, yeah, I don't know. And, and then, then Sav is practicing some guitar riffs, which I
1: don't hate. I don't either. I don't love the weird, like, electronic beat behind him. And neither does thought, Holly J. Yeah, it's because he needs a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, neither does Holly J. She's, as per usual, like, super honest. And is like, this is not great. Yeah. Um. And then my next note is Sav needs a drummer. I bet it'll be Drew. <laughs> I forgot
0: that Drew drummed. And, oh, yeah, he's like, I need a drummer. And then she's like, well, maybe Nick Jonas just transferred to Degrassi. And I was like, oh, God, I forgot that Nick Jonas was the drummer of the Jonas
1: Brothers. <laughs> I forgot that they played instruments at all. Yeah.
0: It's an easy thing to forget.
1: <laughs> um, I pretty much forgot everything about the Jonas And now he's going to, like, try
0: out – I was never really – I that was, like, a little bit past my time. Yeah, no, that, that was, was... – like. My sister wasn't into it, but it was like her age group because I had friends whose little sisters were really into the Jonas Brothers. Um, but yeah, it was definitely like just past my time. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, that was
1: because they were on like the Disney Channel. Or yeah, they had like and, a TV and show. And, and th- I think I, I was like, I was like, fifteen or sixteen.
0: I'd yeah, say. I was definitely like, I think in their height, I was like maybe a junior in high school. Yeah. Because I remember because I remember like coming going over to my friend's house and her little sister and her friend were like getting like making t-shirts and getting ready to go to a Jonas Brothers concert and I was like, okay, cool. yeah it's it's <laughs> not for me. it's beyond my time. Um, I just I just had a basic understanding of the Jonas Brothers, which was like they were on Camp Rock. I knew that song burning up. I knew Nick was the cutest one, and nobody liked Kevin. <laughs> Right? I, or are you a Joe person?
1: <laughs> I literally don't know who
0: any of these people are. This okay. Is,
1: this is all, like, just imaginary words to me. I could not name you a Jonas Brothers song.
0: <laughs> Burning Up. Sure. That's the only one I know.
1: If Camp Rock the one that had Demi Lovato yes. in it? Cool.
0: Yes. I don't know. I've, I've never seen that movie. I don't know any of those songs. Um. Anyway... Jonas brother tangent over mostly because we don't actually know anything about them. Truly. Um, also
1: he, hi I hate Jenna and Casey still uh, so
0: much. This plot line is like the fucking most useless thing ever. Like I do not care also he's, I love how
1: Casey's like I'm gonna teach you how to like skateboard he's like let's grind some rails and she's
0: like you know that I'm like 200 months pregnant right it's just it's very Heather from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend if you're caught up on that. I am not caught up Um, but it's like so he's like, bring her mac and cheese. And she's like, I can't eat that. And he's like, and he's also dumb and thinks there are four trimesters. And he wants them to go skateboarding on his and wh- hers boards. And Gemma, Jenna's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, and it's like, oh, guess what? Casey still doesn't know what he's doing. And they're both like in over their heads. I don't care about this plot Me at neither. all. Also, she wants chicken. And then
1: she lists all the things that she could eat instead of chicken because her body is like craving chicken for a reason.
0: At least she's done some reading. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I was barely
1: paying attention to this. They're both annoying.
0: Um, but then Sav tries out some drummers.
1: We just get like a real fun bad audition montage. And I was like, cool. This is just this. Is just bring it on. Bring it with on. Drummers. Yeah.
0: There's like a guy who screams a lot. There's another guy. Oh, my God. But the beatboxer guy was so creepy. <laughs> Super creepy. He, like, just is holding the sticks and doing, making beatboxy drum noises from his mouth and just staring Sav in the eyes. And then as he's leaving, he, like, tries to shake Sav's hand. And Sav's like, don't, don't touch me.
1: I brought that too <laughs> It's good. It's Please don't um, touch me.
0: It was good. And then Drew walks in and is like, have sticks, we'll rock. And Sav's like, um, I can't do this because Allie won't like it. And... Then he's like, let me try it anyway. And then he's good. And he's like, crap, he's good. And that's how that happens. Pretty much. We all saw it coming. Um, also, is it bad that I forgot? Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, Drew should try it out. And then so I was like, Allie won't like this. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this, Oh, yeah, this is probably a problem. <laughs> like, I've already forgotten about the whole thing. <laughs> I've forgotten so many things. <laughs> um, But then... I don't really remember. I think Fitz goes up to Claire outside of the school. And he's like, don't be scared. I found Jesus. And no, but no, before that, he's like, don't be scared. I want to talk to you. And Claire's like, don't you remember what you did? And he's like, totally. (laughs) The thing about Fitz is he's
1: a terrible actor. Oh, he's a bad one. He's an extremely he's bad. bad. He's like hilariously bad. Also, when I was watching this, he like just like creepily slid up behind her and was like, Don't be scared. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like that would
0: terrify me. And it has like Ah. Uh, and then you're he's like you're I all found dumb. Jesus. I found the Lord. Like, I'm better now. And then she's like, You should leave. Like, and then he's like, okay, and, like, skips away.
1: <laughs> also, like, but he knows his audience because if he's going to tell anyone that he found the oh, Lord, yeah. it better
0: be Claire. And then, because I think, she, like, Eli is, like, pulling up and she's like, leave. And he's like, okay. And then I'm like, did Eli not see him? And then Claire's telling him about how Fitz said he found Jesus. And Eli's like, oh, and you believe that? Which I was kind of like, I mean, this sounds like
1: it could not be a lie. <laughs> Seriously. No, Eli has a good point about that. But then he goes on to explain Ugh. that it's his job as a boyfriend to, to protect, protect her. I hate this. He's just projecting all of the dead girlfriend stuff onto her. So much dead girlfriend stuff. Also, like it's not your job. You no. don't have you're you don't not have a job. Him. It's not a job. Being in a relationship is like no, no, I'm it's like not a job. Claire can fucking take care of herself. She is I was going to say, she's an adult. She's not an adult. <laughs> no, she's, she's a not. child. She's a literal child. But so are you. So is he. They're both children. They're both children. And he, like, also, I would not want Eli in charge of my safety. No, he's Let's a little off the rails.
0: He's got some stuff He's going still on. got, yeah, he's still a little delicate. Um, And I feel like we've only hit the tip of the iceberg with things that are wrong with him. I don't think hoarders, hoarding. Hoarding? Hoardering. <laughs> Hoardering is the is the correct I think is maybe the tip of the iceberg. Like I think there's like the war. The worst has yet to come with Eli.
1: I'm get. I'm getting. A, I'm getting
0: that vibe from this I'm, episode. I'm getting, I'm getting some Craig Manning vibes. Is what oh, I'm getting. No. Oh no, BB. Um, and then. I don't know. Should we talk about fashion? Because I've come across a few notes and we haven't said anything yet. I took literally two fashion notes. I like Sav's tan jacket in the beginning when he's like dropping off Allie. Um, when Eli appears
1: at Claire's house and discovers Fitz there, he has like a confusingly only partially buttoned
0: shirt. <laughs> I don't remember that. Um, Fitz's dumb green vest is dumb uh claire wears yellow nail polish which is never a good look it just just,
1: like yellow nail polish is never good i don't even remember that yeah no it was when she's in the car with eli and they were having a very intense discussion and i just said out loud ew yellow nail polish
0: (laughs) (laughs) um Allie is wearing like a light blue zip up which is kind of cute uh, Holly, Eli- J- Holly J's hair is starting to look weird
1: I do not care for it um, I was Watch watching it. guidance <laughs> I was <laughs> watching with my friend and during the like the opening credits they're just like so who is she? Is she a guidance counselor? and I was like no it's just her haircut it's starting to look bad it was cute at first but I'm starting to not like it no it's it's growing out weird Um, and then
0: Eli is wearing like a really dumb like Fonzie leather jacket at the end oh yeah I definitely wrote that down uh, like over his uniform. <laughs> and oh, I don't like Sav. Sav is wearing like a weird, like splotchy, like paint spattery spiral. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's really distracting and not great. Um, Yeah. And then, yeah, my last note is Eli's leather jacket. Okay. But then, Allie, Sav is telling Allie about how he wants Drew to be, to like help him with an audition tape. It's like, He's just going to play drums for Sav so we can get into college. And Allie is like, how could you? This is like, Drew is the reason why I'm even in this situation. It's which, all no. his fault. And which, it's like, no, but also like Sav could have just not told her. I know. It's like, dude, he's just going to like play drums on your audition track. That's going to a school that Allie probably doesn't even know about. Also, it's going to be audio. What the fuck is she going to know? Exactly. You could have just said you found somebody else. It's not like you're starting a band, at least not yet, that we know of.
1: Oh, God. Are they going to start another
0: band? I mean, they're going to have to at some point. I I just don't know if Sav's going to be in it because he's probably graduating soon. I can't do another band. Drew's probably going to be in a band. He plays the fucking drums. They wouldn't introduce that unless they were aiming for some kind of a band in the future. Studs 2.0. I wonder who else is going to be in his band. Adam. Adam. Yeah, probably Adam. I don't know if Eli plays anything.
1: I I hope that Eli plays the saw.
0: <laughs> That's what I want for Eli. <laughs> I just want him to play the saw like casually. Oh my god. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, so yeah, then I guess it's the next day at school, and Sav is like telling Holly J about like being conflicted, and I'm like, dude, you didn't even have to tell her. And he's like, and what Allie won't know won't hurt her. I'm like, okay, you just went through this whole thing. That you didn't have to go through, you're because you're just gonna lie anyway. Yeah,
1: and he, but he also has a good line, which is Allie has
0: never met a grudge she won't hold. Yeah, which is <laughs> the truest super statement. True. Seriously. <laughs> Uh, and there were there were with Jenna who just has a stack of chicken bones as she's like eating an entire chicken or something. Whatever, pregnancy, etc. And
1: then Casey is like, "You're freaking out. Let the game come to you." Which I fucking hate it. Yeah,
0: I wrote, "Let the game come to you" isn't a great way to prepare for fatherhood. <laughs> no, it's not the best. Like, it's coming to you no matter what. But come on, you should probably be somewhat prepared. Um, it's not like extremely intuitive. <laughs> Um, and then Allie and, or not Allie, Adam and Claire are talking about Eli and Fitz and shit, and then they find out Fitz works at the dot, because they're at the dot, but they actually, I want to talk about, they have a really interesting
1: conversation, which is about, like, Eli's, like, overprotectiveness and stuff, and Adam is like, well, yeah, because he's a dude, and, like, even behind the most emo boy is, like, a caveman, which, I would argue is not true. Like being like weird and jealous and overprotective is not like a dude thing. It's like an abusive thing. I feel like it, like, I'm not saying that Eli's abusive. I'm just saying that
0: unhealthy thing. It's a
1: very unhealthy thing and it could lead to worse things. Like, I feel like if someone is that like jealous and overprotective and controlling your life, that's a big ass red flag. Run away. Bail. Or at least be like, no, you got to stop doing this. Yeah. Have a conversation first, I guess.
0: But like, No, this is not a dude thing. This is a like gross because it ultimately just shows that like they don't trust you, which is not great or doesn't think that you can like hold your own like against like other people. I don't know. It's not good. It's a red fucking flag. It's a bad time. Run
1: for the hills, Claire. But I mean, then, I still ship it, but like run for the hills.
0: Yeah. I yeah, I guess I still ship it. I it's don't know. starting to waver. I'm starting to be like, mm, Eli should probably shouldn't be dating anybody right now. That is a good call. Yeah. <laughs> especially towards the end, which we'll get to. There's,
1: I'm just like. They're so ah. fucking dramatic. Yeah. So like needlessly dramatic, but also like. I just, mm, no, I don't think Eli
0: can date people. No, no. He has, still has a lot of unresolved shit with this dead girlfriend thing. Anyway, then we're, oh, yeah, Fitz works there. I yeah, feel like Claire talks to, to him. I don't really remember. Um, Casey and Jenna are in the Lamaze class, and they're having, like, a who can put the diaper on the fastest contest which is really great to like be competitive about this super cool casey isn't too competitive at all oh also casey keeps calling himself big daddy and i hate it And jenna
1: keeps calling him big daddy that needs to stop i do not like it although Casey won the diaper thing and does like make me think of private practice
0: i don't even remember what that references in private practice who's big daddy that's what um charlotte calls her dad Oh, it is? Uh-huh.
1: It's for, it's all Southern and shit. I don't
0: remember that. <laughs> it's all Big Daddy. It still sounds weird when in this context. I don't
1: love the word Daddy no matter what. No. I'm not here for it. Nope. Pass.
0: Anyway, whatever. Casey wins and Jenna's sad. Oh, also, Ben... I think Jenna gets upset and she's like, I'm not going to, I'm going to be a horrible mom. And then the fucking Lamaze lady's like, don't you hate those pregnancy hormones? I'm like, don't minimize her feelings, you idiot. Also, then she suggests that they babysit her six-year-old. Yeah. And I'm like,
1: I don't know how this is supposed to help them prepare for an infant. Oh, no.
0: This just sounds like free babysitting. Yeah, seriously. So this Lamaze lady not only is being like, mm, those hormones, like, your feelings aren't real. It's just those hormones, right? Which I feel like is not a delicate way to approach. Even if it is just the hormones, don't just be like, be like, your feelings are valid. Don't Even be so dismissive. If they're heightened. And then she's like, also, babysit my child. For free. Um, I mean, it's It'll not be like,
1: practice. It's not, like, established that it's free, but we don't see money exchanged.
0: Well... That also could be because they gave this child a hot dog, which I guess we'll get to that later. Yes. I, I don't know. Um, And then, OK, then Sav and Drew are playing a song and doesn't actually sound bad. Maybe it's because no one's singing, but it doesn't sound bad. I don't hate it. I I, nor- I think I just hate it when they sing. <laughs> I think so, too. Everyone's singing voices on the show are just like whiny as hell.
1: Well, because they're children.
0: And also because the lyrics are like across the board. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible.
1: Never forget the California song. The only good singer. Or shared custody. I miss shared custody, though. (laughs) I miss the masks and the like... The, like,
0: real, like, lo-fi,
1: like, fucking... Well,
0: when it was... When, all within context, it wasn't bad, because it was supposed to sound, like, shouty, and, like, it wasn't supposed to be great. <laughs> so no, I could which, accept it. Which I enjoy. I, like, I don't know. I The m- only a miss... good musician on the show was fucking Craig. Let's be oh, real. I miss And Craig. I guess Jimmy for a hot second. Yeah. And Ashley wasn't a bad singer. She was just an annoying person. It's true. And she had some bad songs. She did not write good lyrics.
1: This is about a dead woman from the Spanish <laughs> War. Cool, Ashley. The Spanish
0: Civil War. Cool. Oh god, I forgot so re- about So relatable. Forgot about the Spanish Civil War song <laughs> or poem, I guess. Poem song. So also, relatable. Um, I read about rape on the internet and I wrote this song <laughs> cuz I cuz I'm in a position to do that. Oh god, never forget. Oh, Ashley. Anyway, that was a good song though. <laughs> But when Paige ultimately performed it. Any who, where the fuck are we? Their song. They're playing the song. It doesn't And suck. then they, like, they play it and they're like, that was great. And then they do, like, a weird, like, smack hug thing. It's, I don't know. I'm like, f- why are we hugging? Okay. I don't know. They're just hugging it out, but it's, like, a, a very masculine hug because masculinity so fragile and then bianca comes in and is like let me take a picture of you and then ali comes in and they're like oops busted and ali says drumming with the enemy salve. and it's like a whole big fucking thing she's so like needlessly dramatic she's so dramatic Like, who
1: gives a shit
0: um i'm
1: sorry but like come on
0: like it's your bra like i don't i don't get it i don't either Men. but also like i
1: feel like just like all those high school feelings you know
0: yeah then we're back at the dot, and Fitz is talking about how the chaplain at Juvie, like, set Fitz up with the job and with the Lord, and he's apologizing, which I'm like, at least he's apologizing. And Claire does forgive him. Also, can we just, can I just mention that
1: the dot's makeover is, like, I would argue excessive? It's so much. It's, like, the most extra.
0: Um, And then... Oh yeah, and then this is where I wrote. Fitz is not a great actor. No, he's really bad. (laughs) And then Eli comes. Oh yeah, then you see. So you see Claire and Fitz like talking in the dot, and then in the background, like outside the window, you see Eli get out of the car and look really pissed, and like walk inside. And Eli needs
1: to chill the
0: flying off the handle, and um, he's so angry. I I was watching with Allegra, and he's like, she's like such an angry bull. Cut and. It is the angriest. Then I think, and then I think Fitz is like, I'm sorry. And he's like, that's nice for you. Bye. And like, she, he's like, Claire, let's get out of here. And it's, it's so like, dramatic. it's ridiculous.
1: Like, I understand not forgiving him. He like pulled a knife on him. Yeah, But also I get it. like, calm down, guys.
0: It's insane. And then we're back at the Bandari house. And this is when Allie Stab is, is
1: wearing that crazy shirt. Allie is furious, but like. Here's the thing. Sav is just telling it like it is. Sav kind of goes off on her. But it's kind of deserved. Kind of deserved, but
0: kind of slut-shamey at the same time. But
1: she, like, needs a wake-up call. Not in the slut-shamey thing. Like, girl, do you? But, like just on the like blaming other people for her shit yeah
0: and he's like calling her out on how selfish she's is and how and exactly it's like he she doesn't take responsibility for anything yeah because she's like drew made my life a living hell and he's like no you made your own life a living hell because also like drew did one thing that was shitty yeah Allie's kind of been fucking up for a little bit i mean he talks about the sexting which i'm like that wasn't her fault. Johnny was the fucking one who sent it out to everybody. Like he should be blamed for that mishap. But uh but otherwise it's like all this stuff she does, she kind of puts her self in bad situations a lot. Also,
1: wait, so
0: with the sexting thing,
1: didn't Johnny just send it to Bruce? Which, like, granted, is not any better. But then, like, if we're
0: gonna... If we're gonna pull that card... Well, she, like, sent shit out on Bianca's Exactly, that's
1: what I'm saying. We should also... Did she get caught for that? She didn't, but she should have. I just just feel like we need to remind everyone that Allie also did send that to everyone. She totally did. She, like, mass emailed that shit.
0: And she, like told Owen she'd pay him. he could pay her for us. Uh, all this weird shit happened. So weird. Allie makes bad decisions. It's
1: just, just not just
0: bad choices across the board. And then that's the end of part one. Does she like run, and she like runs up to her room. And then part two starts off and we find out that surprise Allie ran away. Yeah. Which Kelsey definitely called. I definitely did. Um,
1: and Sav is like, she she like, well, first they're just like, Oh, she's like, she's sleeping in, like she's suspended and she's sleeping in and her parents are all pissed and right. he's like, whatever. And so I was like, whatever. she's probably sulking because like, she's mad at me because yeah. like I got a drummer for my college thing that she doesn't, who she doesn't like. And his dad is like, yeah, but this is how you're going to get into college. You should pick the best drummer. And I'm right. like, yes, I'm like, thank yes, you.
0: The, one of the few times I agree with Mr. Bandori. I am team dad on this one. Um. And then we're at school, and Eli's, like, alone in a classroom reading, and he looks all sulky, and Claire... Is he detention, or is he just being mopey? I think he's just... I think it's, like, before class, and he's just, like, moping in a classroom by himself. And Claire comes in, and she's like, I'm really sorry. Like, oh, it's like, do you like my edits? Like, oh, I know, it's terrible, right? No, no, no. I'm like, Claire, you don't have anything to be sorry for. Why are you, like, groveling back to him and, like encouraging his bad behavior and he's like i love the edits they're great and she's like oh great i'm glad we're okay and they're like fine again i guess i don't don't know know. her
1: edits are so good that he just like forgave all of his weird hang-ups from before
0: yeah i don't know me neither then we're with Holly J and Sab, and Holly J is talking about how Heather Sinclair goes to Daytona for spring break, and Sab is not paying attention to her because also, he's like, worried about Allie. Because I think they realized like she's gone. Yeah, it was so nice to have a Heather Sinclair reference. I too. know it was very old school. I know, considering we have like an actual sibling of Heather Sinclair, there's not as many Heather Sinclair references. Well, she's not around as much, but it
1: was it was fun to get one yeah um and then sav is called home for like uh i think mr simpson like is like your mom called like you have to go home so they definitely know she's missing yeah and they're figuring their shit out
0: oh also so i guess we're with um i don't know i think this is when i realized that eli's story was called stalker angel which i'm like oh boy not great um oh yeah because claire's like checking her email and then she gets like a billion emails from Fitz, like really wanting to share the good word with Eli. He's like, I'm worried about Eli, like, share him this Bible passage with him. Like, it's like 20 million emails like that. And Claire's all freaked out. So many Jesus emails. It's creepy. Yeah.
1: It's like all about Bible passages. And then just like one email, like, I'm worried about Eli.
0: Yeah. Like, okay, guys. She's like, show this to Eli. I'm worried about him. Um, and then we're at home and Allie st- or staff still doesn't believe that Allie ran away. And then they're like hacking into her laptop. And then I was with the right, and he's, she's like, if you can just guess her password, that's not called hacking.
1: That's <laughs> um, just
0: guessing. Exactly. <laughs> also, we know that it's going to be like, I hate Drew. Yeah. 27. <laughs> um, and then and then is this when. It's raining. I don't know. I just wrote down. Okay, so it's Fitz homeless, but I don't remember what happened in this scene. Oh
1: yeah. Um, I think what happens is uh, Claire sees Fitz at the dot, and she's talking to him, and she's like, "You gotta stop emailing me, dude." And why oh, are you yeah. freaking out about Eli? And like, calm down. And then he and she's like, "Why are you emailing me at three in the morning?" And he's like, "I was at an internet cafe, which was uh." A real sense,
0: Yeah. And I was like trying not to fall asleep. And she's like an internet cafe. Like, why are you there at three in the morning? And he's like, mm, don't worry about it. I'm kind of homeless ish. Um, And then and then we're at the park and I was just read down this Lamaze lady should not trust Jenna and Casey with her child. No, especially since she's someone with like a million rules and he is apparently like i'm not a helicopter parent but also don't let him play with toys that have synthetic materials which is like all toys parent and she's saying that caleb is he's not shy we don't use the s word he's conversationally selective which i kind of love that term honestly that's great because i feel like i'm conversationally selective and i'm going to use that now you should i like it a lot i am not conversationally selective (laughs) Uh, but you, I do
1: like that as a term.
0: You are conversationally unbiased. It's true. I don't know. It's true. In um, fact, I am. I
1: overextend.
0: I would say <laughs>
1: I'm overly <You're> conversational. Not-
0: <laughs> um, but then, oh, and then they break Allie's computer, and her diary is like on her no- like notes app on her computer, and also it's
1: all in Comic Sans and all lowercase. And she's like, I hate Drew. Or no,
0: she's like, I don't know.
1: Big fight with Sav. Yeah.
0: It like, just made me think of, like, Nobody my would miss me if I leave or something like that. And then... We're back at the park and Jenna's singing and I'm just like, Jenna, this child does not want to hear you sing because I definitely don't want to hear you sing. And then he just kicks Casey, which I thought was funny. And was then great. he starts screaming. Listen, I that's how I feel. Anytime I watch
1: Casey and Jenna, I just want to kick <laughs> Casey and start. Like, screaming. I feel it. I feel you, Caleb. Me and Caleb. I feel it. Like, and then he screams until he gets Caleb. a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I think we both really heavily identify <laughs> with <laughs> Caleb in this episode. <laughs> I get it, man. <laughs> I just want a hot dog and to kick Casey
0: in the shin. Seriously. And sometimes you just got to scream. Yeah. Um, Especially if Jenna singing. Like, make sure that stops. Like, hard pass on the Jenna singing. No, thank you. Um, also, why
1: why is that a weird trope? I feel like that happened on Glee, too, one time. What? This, like, let's tame the child with song. Oh, God. This probably. is a thing that has happened. I've seen it. It is not a thing that works in life, though, I'm sure. I feel like when I was a kid, if someone was like, here... I'll make you calm down
0: by singing you a song I'd be like no I'd be like not hug." by (laughs) especially if it's like your babysitter yeah if you already are like acting out with a babysitter nothing is going to help that until unless like your parents come home or they give you food or something something them playing on the guitar is not gonna help I I actually never had
1: babysitters really I've never once in my life had a babysitter because both of my grandparents like all of my grandparents lived
0: near me so I always
1: was just given to whatever grand Parent was free.
0: I definitely had babysitters, especially being a child of divorce. We had so many babysitters, um, but yeah, we were kind of assholes. The babysitters a lot. We were bad. We were terrible. I was a babysitter. Ken confirmed. Yeah. Kids are assholes. Kids are my. I God, I hated babysitting. Um, my We've ready, probably have had this conversation before. We definitely have. Um. Okay, but then. Fitz shows up to Allie's house, and it's, like, raining, and he's bleeding?
1: Yeah, he's bleeding, and he's all bruised, and it's a time. He's being real cagey
0: about it. Oh, yeah. And then, like, he says he fell off his bike. Right. But he's, like, bruised on his, like, side. He's, like, bruised, and he's like, "Oh, I fell off my bike, whatever. Can I come in and use your phone or dry off or whatever? And Allie's like, okay, fine, whatever. And then, or Clara's, I might have said Allie. Then we're with Sav and his dad, and they're, like, they're, like, driving down the streets of Toronto looking for Allie. And And his dad is, like, being
1: kind of a dick about it. Yeah. He's, like, definitely more angry than he is worried. Like, I think he's a healthy mix of both. But, like, the anger is definitely what's coming out.
0: And Sav is, like, trying to talk sense to the brick wall that that is his dad, but it's, like, not really getting through. Um. But then Fitz is getting real comfortable at Claire's house and she is freaking out, rightfully so. And she's like, you need to tell me why you're here. And he's like, my stepbrother hates me and he's a drug addict, so home isn't great. And I'm like, you're still creepy, though.
1: He's still being
0: a big creep. And also like honestly i
1: kind of agree with his stepbrother steve because i don't want someone coming at me with jesus stuff (laughs) like i get he's like once i got back from juvie they were way worse to me i'm like yeah because you keep trying to save them god and also i think i think the line was like the only thing that steve doesn't hate are the drugs in his pipe and i was like (laughs) this is so needlessly dramatic also fitz cannot
0: deliver these lines he cannot what is this actor i don't know he's bad Um, but then we're back with Casey and Jenna and they're like, don't tell your mom we gave you a hot dog. And then he immediately tells her that they gave them a hot dog immediately. And then the mom's like, I need to go perform a holistic cleanse on my child. I'm leaving. She's a nightmare. Yeah. And then they're like, whatever, we're going to be fine. And then they say big daddy again. And I hate it. I hate that. No more big daddy, please. And then, oh, and then we're with Fitz and he's like, you know, the only thing that got me through juvie, you, like, like I always like found a place in my mind and you were there and I'm like, ew, Claire was in his mind palace. What is going on? (laughs) 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 I hated it. Mind palace. Also, yeah, no, weird.
1: He's been like weirdly fixated on her since like the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Like this has been like and he's a like, weird We have a spiritual
0: connection. No, you don't. I'm like, no. And that then, dog. um Eli comes in and Claire like have... tries the hide fits, but it doesn't work. It's not a good
1: That's it, not a good look though, like Eli mm-hmm. coming in and she's like, hurry out the back door. Like <laughs> Yeah, it's that's... not good.
0: No. That looks and suspect. he's like real mad. Um and then what's happening?
1: Um She's talking to both of them, and she's like, You know, sometimes you can want to help people. And he's like, What are you saying? I'm a heartless monster. And she's like, Well, sometimes. <laughs> and it's like, mm, Okay.
0: Well, it's not great. And then Eli leaves, and then she's like, You need to call your father priest, man, whatever. Your What's his chaplain, name? Father Greg. Father Greg. That's a real youth pastor kind of name. And then Father Greg comes and picks him up, and I'm like, Yeah, go fuck off with Father Greg. Bye. And oh, my God. And then there's like and then Eli's still like sitting in his car in front of uh, in front of Claire's house. Just and dramatically like just like in head hands. on the steering wheel. Yep. There's like some dramatic acoustic guitar music playing. And I just wrote, they're so fucking dramatic. Like so Claire goes dramatic. in the car and they're talking and he's like, don't leave me. Okay, please promise me. Promise me you'll never leave me. And she's like, I promise. And I'm like, this is so unhealthy. It's not good. Um, also, I'm like,
1: oh, I just, you can't make that kind of promise. That's not a thing. Yeah. Also, like, don't leave me. is so, like, just so fucking dramatic. Oh, it's bad.
0: And then we're at Sav's house and the police are finally here. And they like find surveillance video of Allie like getting in a strange car and they're like, she's being abducted. And I'm like, guys, it's probably Johnny DeMarco.
1: Probably. Um, (laughs) Although I did write, oh, shit, was Allie abducted.
0: But also (laughs) like the
1: surveillance footage is like from like across the street from her high school. Like she's still hanging around her high school like after being like after escaping. I don't know.
0: Um, but then the episode ends in a real creepy way yep. with Eli being like, guess what? I changed my story and it's so good. Um, the, the ending's pro- different now. And she's
1: like, does he kill the like stalker guy? And he's like, no, he kills the girlfriend. And then like has just this scary and face.
0: And <laughs> and Claire looks like. <laughs> it's like, like an Azora High, like Game of Thrones type of thing where he's like, he loves her so much, so he has to kill her. And it's creepy as fuck. And Claire's like, "Oh no, he's gonna murder me." And then he, and I'm also he, like, "Oh
1: no, Claire, he's gonna murder you." He literally says, "It's all about you, Claire." And then he calls her Milady, and then the episode ends. Oh no, I missed the Milady. <laughs> he called her
0: Milady. Oh my god, I hated
1: it. It was so I bad. Do not care for Milady. Hashtag never forget that time <laughs> that guy on Tinder said Milady to me.
0: Oh my god, oh,
1: it's just this an episode unmatch. was so weird. Um, but Eli is like clearly losing his goddamn mind. Oh,
0: yeah. He's spiraling. This is not good.
1: So I'm worried for Claire's safety. Spirit Squad captain.
0: Seth. Sure. I don't know. He's still worried about Allie and her general well being. Sure. Uh, Drew for being
1: a good drummer.
0: <laughs> sure. Caleb for. <laughs> Knowing all of our feelings. Yes. Spirit Squad Captain is Caleb for sure. Obviously. For kicking Casey in the shins. Um, all right. Ship. No one. Nobody. Drew and Bianca because we saw them for oh, five yeah. seconds. I do love Drew and Bianca. Um, moral. Go to therapy. Just,
1: just do <laughs> just, it. You need help.
0: Just Everybody never, on the show needs Everyone help. go
1: to therapy. <laughs> Also, like, um, don't be overprotective and weird and gross. Yeah.
0: Be more trusting. That can go with everybody. Just be more trusting of people who you love in your life. Give them the benefit of the doubt. That's everybody. That's what it's about. Everybody. Oh, good rhyme. <laughs> I didn't mean to. It was sweet, though. Put um, it on a cross tip. <laughs> Great. Uh, all right. Grapevine.
1: We have some emails. Um, So we have this one from Amethyst Beloved, and it says, Hey, Queens, I'm having the best time listening to Season 10, and the last two episodes with your guests were especially entertaining. We love having guests. (laughs) Um, I know it's not the easiest thing to coordinate with busy schedules all around, so I appreciate the effort that everyone puts in. Thank you. Uh, I noticed that you'll be wrapping up the season in a couple of weeks, and I wanted to make sure... That you know that there's a season 11 trailer, which happens to be my personal favorite. I hope that you'll be able to watch it for the first time at the end of your podcast for Drop the World and give us your thoughts. It, hurt, it hints at certain things, but it's not as spoilery as Shark in the Water. Uh, enjoy and have a good hiatus week that's coming up soon. Well, we had an accidental hiatus week due yeah, to...
0: We might not. We'll have to figure out if we're actually doing a hiatus I know. <laughs> we might
1: not need to just yeah. because we... We, we just d- had one we just had one spontaneously so because kelsey was deathly ill oh my god i was so sick <laughs> i was like literally fucking crazed with fever i was like a different person um but yeah we're we will of course watch the season 11 trailer i'm stoked um thank you for sending that though thank you and thank you for the email and yeah i feel like we're probably not gonna do a this week Pro- no i don't think we should
0: <laughs> we we just we already yeah. did that to them unexpectedly we're fine um But we have another email from Andrea and it's the subject is a message to the queens from a girl in Queens and she says, hi, Holland and Kelsey. This is the first time I've ever written into a podcast. So here it goes. I absolutely love your podcast. I live in Queens and I spend most of my mornings stuck with subway delays and your voice is in my ear. Girl, we know (laughs) that subway delay life. Uh, I also have a boring desk job and you both help to get me through the day. I love hearing your options on the beloved or your opinions on the beloved old episodes following along with you through the strange world of season 10 is the best a few months ago i was watching the breakfast club with a friend and for some reason i thought of the degrassi episode i asked my friend if she remembered it and she said sort of but that show was weird knife to the heart i know a few days later i thought about it again and decided to get a little nostalgic and watch that episode on youtube jimmy and hazel the start of sean and ellie and oh toby Sure, it was different watching it with adult eyes, but I was still loving it. Right after watching, I thought there must be a podcast on this, and there you were. I was hooked right away. Your insights are always on point, and I'm very guilty of going off on tangent, so I can always relate. I was also a terrible child in high school, so I love hearing your tales. Let's just say I would have been friends with Jay and Alex and would have spent most of my weekends at the ravine. Girl, I, I feel you. <laughs> I went to Catholic school and my dad is a cop, so that should explain a lot. After watching the one episode, I decided a few more couldn't hurt, and here I am now in season 10. I have many feelings. I miss the OGs, but I do have a soft spot for Claire, Allie, Sav, and of course Holly J. I need to keep watching to finish their stories, and let's be honest, I need to know your thoughts as well. I just wanted to write in and thank you for making my commute and my work days more enjoyable. Wanted to leave you with a few overall thoughts on seasons 1 through 10. You do not have to read them all, but I wanted to throw them out there. To some people who understand. We're going to read them all. We always read everything. I cannot look at Drake without thinking about the scream he let out after being shot. Also, the mean mugging he does just before it. Granted, he had a gun in his face. I struggled with Emma for a long time. I wanted to like her because she was the literal OG and because her and Manny are gold, but she is so annoying. Everything around her is so dramatic. Ellie was everything I wanted to be in high school. I modeled several of my real-life outfits after her former, uh, uh, former emo kid here. What they did to her in, college year, in the college years was so dirty, and I hate those writers for it. The Hollywood movie made up for it a bit, but I'm still bitter. Also, I love the song Craig Sings Her. I have it on my phone and will gladly admit that to anyone because it is a good song. <laughs> Manny, I just love her. Plus, her relationship with Jay gives me so much joy. And honestly, like you said, the most real chemistry there. Can they just come back, please? I wish.
1: Right? Seriously.
0: The early 2000s fashion was real scary, and I do not miss it at all. Wow. Season four was real dark, but I loved it. This is when I be- really believed the it goes there tagline. Darcy and Spinner were always a weird couple to me. Paige and Alex, ugh, so good. Love them. JT and Liberty giving up their baby broke my damn heart. Season six was really weird. I did love how they handled the Darcy situation. I think that was season six, but I might be off. I was so glad that it did not take her two days to get over being raped. And I think that was a very important message. The college years for the OGs are bad. I know they tried and I wasn't ready to give up these characters, but in retrospect, we could have done without it. Graduation from Annie, Emma, and that group broke me in half. JT Zen Garden. Also, is that still around by season 10, or do we lose it in the wild cafeteria and music room expansions? Hello, Bigger Budget. Have we seen the Zen Garden? I think we have lost the Zen Garden. God damn it. And it was dedicated to JT and everything. Both movies and it's in quotes. This requires quotes because the movie should be a loose term are wild. You did. You both did a hell of a job unpacking those. I agree completely on the NYC geography. Do some research. Stefan Brogren. It's not difficult. It took me a goddamn grid system. (laughs) (laughs) Just link you to that. John Mulaney bit. Um, it took me a really long time to figure out where I dropped off. I started in 2004 with season three. I only saw seasons one and two on the every episode ever marathon. that ended a few years later this helped clear up a lot of things I never really understood. I used to watch Degrassi on Friday nights with my friend before we went off to various parks around Queens to be delinquents. Looking back now, that seems hilarious. <laughs> anyway, I'm pretty sure I dropped off after the episode where Emma came, comes back with Kelly on the bike tour. I only saw the spinner Emma lunacy on this rewatch. Literally anyone else would have made more sense than the two of them. Don't try and fool me, riders, but the whole I saved the science project you did on me. No, just no. Season 10 is a wild ride, but I must say, I really like it. It is making me feel old, but I'll keep going. Anyway, sorry to ramble all those to you, but I had this share with like-minded people. Just last night, my husband randomly said to me, What is Degrassi? I keep seeing it as suggested on YouTube. I proceeded to shout from the kitchen, It's just the Canadian teen drama that I used to watch, whatever, no big deal. But it is a big deal, and thank you for your important work. Can't wait for future episodes, and I hope we all make it to class. Make it to next class. Thanks again, Queens. Andy. Thank you. That was <laughs> such a good long email. We love that. <laughs> I also remember I was not a delinquent and I didn't go out to parks after this, but I remember watching Degrassi every Friday night like clockwork. It was the best day of the week for me in like middle school. <laughs> so good. Um, but that is all the find that we have for you guys today. Um, if you'd like to be featured on a future grapevine segment you can tweet at us at Degrassi pod we're on instagram at grassypod. you can email us at whatever it at gmail.com we're on tumblr whatever it you can listen to us pretty much anywhere podcasts are posted but if you're on apple Podcasts, if you could rate review and subscribe that would be super awesome and if you leave us a review, we will make up a DeGrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at hollandtacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks
1: with a z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the humans?
0: Um, I'm going to recommend my cats because I just got cats. Allegra and I got two cats. Their names are Boris and Tasha, and they're beautiful. So I'm going to recommend their Instagram account that I started for them. It's at Boris and Natasha Cats. Follow them. They're beautiful. I love them so much. Do it. I follow them because they're precious (laughs) and amazing, and they're just the biggest fluffs. They're just they're the biggest fluffs. Boris is a five-year-old, seventeen-pound like big old sweet potato orange cat yeah, he's so good I, he might be a Maine Coon I don't really know he's huge he's enormous he's a big boy he's a big cat and Natasha is about three and she's white with little orange spots they are potentially father and daughter they're probably related we're not really sure but she's like a little princess so she's so cute follow my cats please do it it's a really good, they're just, oh, they're so cute. Um, <laughs> or just follow me for my Instagram stories and you'll see my cats. Also that. Uh, I'm
1: going to recommend, I recently did two six-hour flights, so I watched a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend Me and Early in The Dying Girl, which is a really good oh, movie. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. I loved it. I've been meaning to see it forever. It was free on the airplane. <laughs> there and you go. I literally cried my fucking eyes out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, highly recommend that movie highly recommend not watching that movie in public because you will ugly cry in front of strangers. (laughs) You will sit next to like a nice French man who will look at you like you are insane. Whatever. (laughs) Just sobbing alone on a plane.
0: Hey, I've done that without even watching a movie before and freaked the lady next to me out because I was leaving London after studying abroad and I was really sad to leave.
1: (laughs) Planes make me emotional. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it's altitude. Yeah, or something. probably. I don't know, but it was really good, and I cried a lot. <laughs> me and Earl and the dying girl.
0: Um, but that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you to Jay, as always, for our wonderful theme song, and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.